Holy Gospel for this, the third Sunday in the season of Advent, is from Luke chapter 1, beginning at verse 39. In those days Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken by her by the, to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely, from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. The gospel of the Lord Thanks be to God. Please be seated. <clears throat> Grace to all of you and peace from God, our creator, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us say a word of prayer. Most holy God, we thank you for the season of Advent, this season of simplicity, of quiet, of expectation, of hope, so different from the shopping season of distraction and busyness and marketing. We thank you for the quietness of this early morning worship service. We thank you for your spirit stirring in our midst, speaking to us as surely as you spoke to Mary. Be with us now, O Lord, that we might respond as she did with our songs of praise and our willingness to allow you to work through us. In Jesus' holy and most blessed name, we pray. Amen. It's been a number of years ago now that my wife, Patty, shared with me this insight. She said, sometimes when I am at church and the musicians are either singing or playing their instruments, I imagine that it is coming through my voice and that I am the one who is singing. Even though I'm silent and listening to their voices, I feel that it comes through me and I'm singing. And since then, I've done the same thing. I listen to our musicians, their great quality of singing, and it feels like it's my voice singing to God, not just their voice, not just a performance. And I must say, on a Sunday when we are having our 7 o'clock musical concert tonight, our musicians are absolutely fantastic in this congregation. And they all know deep in their hearts that they're here not to perform for us, 
They are to speak with us and through us. And I think that's part of the reason that there's such power in our music is that it is a moment of giving praise, not just them, but us as well. Well, this week, as I read Mary's Magnificat again in preparation for this service, I thought about that poem of Mary in a similar way. In some ways, Mary's Magnificat, that beautiful poem that we set to music that you have sung just a moment ago, is also our song. It's not just Mary's song. She's singing, in a sense, on our behalf as well. You know the story of Mary quite well. You know, of course, that she gave birth to the baby Jesus. You probably also know that she was young, a teenager, that she was a person of great poverty, that she was someone without power or position or strength or insight or wealth in that first century. And yet God came through the angel Gabriel and whispered in her ear, I choose you to give birth to baby Jesus, the Messiah of the world. And her response, me? Are you serious? I have no power or position. I can't do that. And then she said, okay, God, I trust that you can work even through me. And that's when she sings the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord. I've asked Pastor Katie to sing it for us again. Allow the words to flow through you. They're your story as well as Mary's.
that music is not just Arif's, it's not just Pastor Katie. Those words are not just Mary's, they are yours. It's your song. No, we do not literally give birth to baby Jesus, but we do, and we are called upon to give birth to the Spirit of Christ in the world today, wherever we are, in whatever situation we find ourselves. It is almost as if it is the angel Gabriel coming to you and whispering in your ear, I choose you to give birth to my presence in the world. And our response, who, me? Me? You? I have no power, no position. Angel Gabriel, I'm too old. I'm too young. Angel Gabriel, I can't sing. Angel Gabriel, I have no talents. Angel Gabriel, ah, my life is filled with stress and I have too many problems. Call someone else. And Angel Gabriel says, Nonsense. God has called you. Every one of you. And God has given every one of you a set of talents, interests, abilities, different and unique from anyone in all of history. As unique as your fingerprint are your abilities, your talents, and your interests, and God has called upon you through the angel Gabriel and through this sermon right now to give birth to the Spirit of Christ in the world today. Some of you have been given the gift of great musical ability. Others, the ability to cook meals, to clean up meals. Some, the ability to manage money. Others, to make plants to grow. Some of you work well with computers. Others of you change the diapers. We all have our tasks to do and we've all been given great and wonderful gifts. Certainly, the angel Gabriel is speaking to us as truly and as surely as the angel Gabriel spoke to Mary. Her song is our song. We ought to sing the Magnificat every week because we are called constantly to give birth to the Christ Spirit. We really ought to sing the Magnificat every week, giving praise to God that God would choose us and the little abilities that we have to change the world. As I thought about that, about how we maybe should sing the Magnificat every week to celebrate that call and that response, I realized, you know, we do every week reenact the call of Gabriel in our Lutheran liturgy. You may or may not know this, but every piece of the liturgy on Sunday morning is designed with purpose. And it really is designed to reenact the story of God's call, not only to Mary, but to all the prophets, all the people in the Old Testament. God calls he invites their response and we structure our worship service this way. The very first thing we do in worship is watch as the acolytes come down this aisle with their little candles lit, shaking just a little bit. They come into our presence 
symbolizing the very presence of God. And you light these candles and they are God's presence for us. You have one of the most important tasks of worship Sunday by Sunday. And once they are in, we are standing in God's presence and we're singing to God. And very, very quickly after we come in, we listen to God's word coming to us through the Bible, through the scripture readings. And then the sermon not just interpreting what the Bible reading was, but restating God's message to us. I had a professor once who said, don't get up and preach as if you're teaching. It's not a teaching moment. It is a proclamation moment. It is not really even interpretation of, of Scripture. It is meant to be a moment where your people hear this. God loves you without conditions. And God calls you to change the world in the context of the sermon today to give birth to the Christ spirit in the world today. And then, after the sermon, almost immediately, we stand up and say the creed, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And we think that means a list of doctrines about what we believe in, which defines who we are as Christians. No, that's not what it is. The creed is our statement, our response to God's invitation to Gabriel whispering in our ear, I choose you. We stand up with the creed and say, I believe it. I believe you call me. It is our merry magnificat moment in the worship service. We could sing Mary's Magnificat in the place of the creed and it would fit perfectly because it's our way of saying, gulp, yes. I trust you, God, that you will use me to give birth to the Christ spirit to all those around me. The offering comes next. Not to pay the bills of the church but as a symbol in this part of the worship service that your whole self is responding to this call. When I grew up, I always thought that the offering came after the sermon because if it was a good sermon, you paid more. <laughs> and if it was a bad sermon, you paid less. Well, I, maybe it's still partially true. I don't know. But it's meant to be a symbolic moment of us giving our whole selves over to the call. It's a symbol that 100% of who we are and what we have is God's, not just the, the little bit we offer back to the church on Sunday, but all of ourselves. And then comes the communion meal, which sometimes people think is about simply forgiving our sins. It's that and so much more. We've been called We've had the Gabriel whisper into our ear and say, I'm going to use you. We have stood and said, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And then, and then we gulp and realize what we've just said. That means changing my whole life. That means taking big risks. Following the call of God, as Mary did, did not make her life easier. It made it more difficult. And so the communion meal comes right now in the worship service because it is food for our souls. For the journey ahead, we need strength beyond our own abilities. And so we take to ourselves the bread and the wine of communion, the very body and blood of Jesus. This is Jesus come, 
connecting with us in a most profound and even literal way so that we become the body of Christ in the world as we exit. And as you know, after communion, it is a very quick slide out of here. Not just because we want the parking lot cleared, but we want people to quickly go back into the world after they've been fed to do what? To give birth. You are Mary. To give birth to the Christ spirit in the world around you. In little, big, profound, innocent, simple ways. And so we sing, my soul magnifies the Lord.